0: What's going on, guys? James Camacho here. This is kicking it with Camacho. Happy Tequila Tuesday! It is a uh, Question Tuesday. There's got to be a better <laughs> phrase for Question Tuesday. Um, hmm. Interrogation Tuesday. Let's do that. It's Interrogation Tuesday. Um, we got a couple of que- few questions today. Um, I am starting to notice the trend that. Um, the question asking um, has been going down. Um, this week we only have three. Last week we had, um, the last few weeks we've had about like five, six. Um, you know what? This week's actually my fault. I didn't prompt people until like uh, yesterday. So it was a little last minute. But um, irregardless, I appreciate um, you sending in questions. Um, got a couple of uh uh, dude, last week by the way, last week's questions were really uh intense, man. Like they were really insightful. They made me open up a little bit. And um this week we have one question that's very you know, very uh what do you call it? Not open what what did they say? Um don't ask open uh, don't ask yes or no questions, ask open-ended questions, right? That's like that's like one of those like um dating techniques when you're trying to message people, right? Don't ask a boring question like, you know, did you have a good day? Don't ask a boring question like, do you like seafood? Or, you know, you got to ask an open-ended question like um, something you can't answer where yes, no. You know, that's how because you want to, you know, you want to get them to, to start yapping about themselves. You know what I mean? Get them, get them all hooked and shit. But uh, have you guys heard that technique before for dating? When you're texting, don't ask uh, yes-no questions. Anyways, so we have a pretty uh, intense question here, and then we have two kind of just... We have a silly question, and then we have a comedy question. So we're uh, brothers, a really well-rounded group of three questions. Um, Oh, by the way, before I forget, we have a new, brand spanking new Patreon member. Um... Let me give them a shout out, and while we are at it, I will also go ahead and shout out uh, everyone that's on the Patreon. We're at sixteen now, which is uh, super incredible. Um, we have a new Patreon member, Bernie. Bernie. Uh. Oh, did Bernie sign up twice? Wait, so we got a Bernie. We have two Bernies here. I don't know if it's the same guy. Uh that would be wild if there was a guy who uh gave me um who signed up for the Patreon twice that'd be very nice. Anyway, so Bernie who I believe is someone already signed up. Interesting. Um but yeah, we got a new Patreon member Bernie and then uh we have Yao Wen Ye, we have Liang Ye, Henry, Gary, France. Erica Love Angeles uh Bernard which I think might be Bernie 2.0. Maybe Bernie's got like a like a twin or or something. Or maybe it's like a Bernie Jr., you know? Can you imagine if there was a fun a fun a father son I guess it's <laughs> maybe how how come that's not a thing? Father son bonding fun get it? get it father son fun? That's not a thing? Is that a thing? I got to get friends. All right. Um but yeah, we have Amy Chen, Rishma, Suchin Ye, Eric Kim, Erica, QQ, Zach Ruppress, Shamari Linton and um oh, that's uh, sorry, I keep saying and um because the Patreon show it shows me the people who used to sign up that have since canceled. Um And uh, I can't shout those people out because they're not members anymore. But, yeah, we have 16 members. That's pretty sexy and hot. That gets me turned on. Um, But, yes. um, Oh, sorry. I got a lot of fledgling. Anyways, so what what, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, we got a lot of questions this week. And, um, yes, thanks for signing up for the Patreon. Um, If you don't already, please sign up. Patreon.com slash James Camacho. You get a bonus episode every week and um if you if you ha- if you're just tuning in you missed you didn't you watched monday january twenty second episode um the future of the podcast is going to be a little different um partially uh well mostly because i'll be uh i'm going to start my touring schedule next week and i won't be able to deliver uh podcast five days a week so what will happen is there'll be a Kicking it with Camacho podcast once a week, and then there'll be a I'm Just a Kid podcast, which is my old podcast where I've guested on. That'll be once a week, and then the Patreon. So basically, I'm going from five to three. You know, which is uh, it's just it's still a lot, and um, you're not really missing out on the amount of content because the one episode, the one kicking it with Camacho will instead of being 20 minutes, 30 minutes, it'll be 45 to an hour, however long I can ramble on for. So, yes, anyways, let's answer these questions. Um, Enough babbling on. Let's get right to the point. That's what she said. Um, Let's start off with the silly one so we can get the ball rolling, you know, get a little warmed up, and then we'll end on the intense one. Um, From Facebook, Laura Land asked me, is there ever a good time to ask someone if, if someone is wearing a wig? Is there ever a good time to ask if someone is wearing a wig? Um... Yeah, for sure, you know? That's like one of those questions where it's like it's almost like it's like not politically correct to ask that because you don't want to hurt people's feelings even in situations where it's like maybe you might get like, you know, maybe you're going to get the you're going to get screwed. Like let's say you go on a date with someone and they got a wig on, right? I would say even though it's not nice to be like, do you have a wig on? If you don't know like if if that wasn't established before the date, I think you can ask that, you know? Especially if you're if you're trying to, you know, get serious. Right? If you're just trying to, you know, bang, it's fine. You just you just you bang, you know. Maybe you can even help them as they're, you know, thrusting, you could help them hold on to the wig, you know? So it doesn't fall off. And then you don't lose your boner or your dryness. But, yeah, I think if it's, like, a situation where someone's impersonating someone, you know, not as a joke, but as, like, something, you know, like, just as as a deception tactic, I think you're totally okay to ask someone if they're wearing a wig, you know? Fuck their feelings, right? I'm totally that guy that would, like, if someone was wearing a wig to deceive me, I'm totally the type of guy that would, like, feel weird about asking and maybe not ask and end up, like, kicking myself in the shower later. Why do not you say anything? What the fuck? You know, I'm si- I'm all done with that, by the way. I'm done with that shit, man. You know, like the ca- like catfishing kind of shit. Did I ever tell you guys this? I went on a date with someone once. I got catfished and like uh, her uh, bumble, tinge, whatever profile like was just so like, I don't want to say misrepresented with the way she looked like, but in the photos, she she definitely looked thin, right? thin. Th- you know, like, <laughs> I think you guys know where this is going. But, like, she just looked, like, um, average shape. Like, she was in, it looked like from the photos, she represented herself as, um, you know, average to, like, in shape. And then when she showed up, I mean, she was uh, extremely out of shape. And, uh, you know, then, you know, we go back and look at the photos. You're like, okay, there wasn't a full body shot there. Or any, are, are, are the shots that were somebody were, like, you could tell there were, like, weird angles, weird positionings, you know? Um, Yeah, I remember one time I, w- I went on and I met someone and, like, I ended up going to the bar. We had a drink and we, like, just, like, talked and shit. And I just, like, the whole time, you're just, in, inside you, you're just, like, boiling. like Like, fuck. Like, like, like. You're almost not you're, you're you're obviously mad that they re- misrepresented themselves, but you're almost more mad that like you know, you're torturing you're, you're you're sticking through like you're you're going through with the date, you know? And is it that wrong to see the person and then be like, "Oh, this is not what I thought," and just leave? Like, are you a dick for that? I guess you are. It's a dick move. But isn't that also like a fucking knowing your worth move kind of, you know? I don't know. What's the what's like the I guess moral code on that? If you meet up with someone and you in, in a, on a dating app, are you obligated to go through with the date once you see them? You know? Once you see what they look like and they look different, are you do you have that moral obligation? I would say no, you know? Cuz I remember we went on that date, man, and like I bought a drink, I bought her a drink, I think I might have gotten she got she obviously ordered some appetizers, and i had I paid for everything and then after the drink was done I just I just you know got out of there it took about an hour of my life, but I much rather would have just not wasted the hour of my life and saved whatever New York City price drink prices and appetizer prices you know yeah it's just like if you just it's like literally putting it this way it's like do you want to set fire to like fifty, sixty bucks, or do you want to feel bad and take this person out? You know what I mean. When you put it that way, I think the answer is pretty clear cut. But then also, you know, you just got to take emotion into it. I just, I wonder too if like if 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 let's say I went on a date with someone and I I, I saw what they looked like and I was like oh like you didn't look like your photos I'm out of here and then I got like famous and then she told that story to people and it came out. Do you think I would get canceled? No, I don't think canceled, but do you think people would think of me differently? Do you think I would, like, do you think that would hurt my career? I don't know. Comment what you think. I love how this question was about wigs, and now we're (laughs) talking about getting catfished. Um, And uh, self-esteem and speaking up for yourself. All right, Laura, thank you so much for sending that question in. I like these goofy questions, you know. it just, it, I don't know, just has more of a, a lighthearted levity vibe to it. Um, Sergio F asked me on Instagram, he asked me, who's your favorite comedian and why? My favorite comedian, um, Bill Burr, is always the guy that comes to my mind first. Um, just because he was like one of the first guys I saw that really, when I saw his special, really blew my fucking mind. His special, um, Oh, what is it? the Netflix special, uh, You People Are All the Same. Let me, let me get this right. Um, Bill Burr. You people are all the same. Yeah, the one at the is that what where did he shoot that? It was his first stand up special on Netflix, yeah. He shot it at the Lincoln Theater. That was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, he's got the black button down. He's still got hair. <laughs> oh yeah. That was phenomenal. I remember seeing that and being like, holy fuck, this guy's hilarious, you know? Just that opening bit about um, wanting to get a gun, just like, he... Well, the reason why I like Bill Burr so much is because he's so... Um, from just a, com- a purely comedic standpoint, like stylistically, he's a, he's a good writer, and he's also a great performer. Like that, Like, that bit about getting the gun... Um, wanting to get a gun you know Um, but then having to load it or some shit right that bit is so fucking great because on paper if you were to write that on paper or transcribe it and just read the words you would still laugh but then he's able to make these act outs like he's got the act out with the guns you know he's got the um he's got he does all the voices of his wife and stuff you know it's just like he, he's just phenomenal, and like I love how um, in his act he talks about like a lot of personal shit. You know, like he's he talks a lot about his uh, anger issues, his a you know his uh, relationship with his uh used to be it was his girlfriend, then became his wife. You know, um, you know, getting a dog. He has a one bit about getting the dog and like how much he loves the dog. Um, I just love it. I have always found comedians that, you know, did jokes about their personal life to be really funny. You know, I'm not that like even though I can appreciate when a comic uh, gets political or talks about, you know, the the whatever the, the what's with the climate of the world. Like I like that. Like Chappelle does a lot of that. He talks about like literally like every special. It's like what were the, the trending big news topics, the cancellations or whatever of the year. And he just kind of like checks them off in his special and talks about it. Plus an extra uh, trans bit, you know, but I really feel like uh, that stuff. Even though it's great, but I, I I really just like this. I I rather prefer. I think he's got one. What the the bill? Not the bill. Um, the Chappelle bits I like the most are, is like the one bit where I think he's like his kid. I think he talks about his kid and how his kid like as a fan of Kevin Hart or something. Um, he's got another bit on his recent special where he talks about, um, it's not really a joke. It's more of just a story uh, about him, um, going to that club, playing that, doing that special for HBO and then like the music coming on. And then he has to meet with like the the club guy and uh, it's like, he, it's like they take him to a room and it's like, you know, he's scared he might die, whatever. But yeah, I like comedians that, uh tell personal stories and are are hilarious you know they really open up you know i actually got a compliment about my uh stand-up today actually i was checking my my dms and someone said like i was really drawn to your stand-up because how um how authentic it was and i guess that kind of you know it does kind of mirror or mimic um mimic that's not the right word but it, it does show you the the, the kind of stand-up i like is like when people get really personal they open up and um you know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just not a fan of political, uh, observational stuff, you know? Some people like that way more, and I just don't, I don't know. It's just not my taste, you know? Like, uh, my ex girlfriend used to be really big into political stuff, like, uh, big fan of, like, uh, Daily Show. Uh, what's that guy? John Oliver Show, you know? And, uh, I I could give a fuck about those. Like, I, I just don't really, uh,. You know, it's just just taste and preference. I'm not into that stuff. So, yeah, Bill Burr. um, Other comedians I I, I really enjoy. I mean, I think a guy like Dave Attell is pretty incredible. He's a New York City comedian, a comedy legend. He's just literally, like, got the best one-liners, left-turn jokes you'll ever see so quick, you know. Yeah, I I guess I like comedians that really kind of, like, take you out of uh your world you know like a movie like a good movie should do that like you go in there for 90 minutes maybe two hours it just takes you out of your world and then places you and you know, once it's over it places you back in you get about 20 minutes of like clarity and inspiration but there's something about watching specials where they're just talking about what, you know what's trending on x what's trending in the society celebrities it's just like dude i hear i hear that shit all the time when i'm out you know, like I don't know. I watch these things to be entertained and like get away. So yeah, so I guess tell. I do like Chappelle too. I think he's like a masterful storyteller. Um his jokes aren't really clever though. I don't know, like when I mean joke, I mean like he's got a lot of these like one linery type of things that he's he does and then he's they don't have like these long, long um stories he tells Or, like you know, they have like themes and like, you know, They do have, have like, funny moments, but, yeah. I think he's a really, really great uh, story. I mean, Chappelle's just captivating. Um, Who else do I like? I like Sebastian Miniscalco. His early stuff, fucking so funny, dude. What's that one special? Um, Let me just... I forget the name of the... uh, uh, Sebastian. What's wrong with you people, I think it's, it's what it's called. Let's see. What's wrong... With you people. Is that what it's called? But that first special where he has like the, yeah, what's what's wrong with people? That special is fucking hilarious, dude. Is it on YouTube? I might have to rewatch that. Is this the whole thing on YouTube? I guess these are just clips from it. But the yeah, he's got like a black vest over a black uh, button down shirt. Dude, that might have been one of the funniest things. And it's like he he does observational comedy so fucking great. You know? Just like the little like nuances of everyday life and, and just people. And uh yeah. Yeah, he he's great too. So those are a few of my favorites. All right, let's get to the serious question um, from Instagram. I'm really sorry if I say your name wrong. It's a it's a it's a name I've never seen before. It's spelled I C H Y L L ei am going to go with Ichil that, that can't be it Ichil Ichili Whew. Well their full name on Instagram was Ichili Ashley Bala I'm pretty sure I got Ashley right Bala could be Bela or Bala I don't know I'm sorry Um, If I Please comment Maybe you can give me like um the hyphenated version So if you ask another question in the future I, I can say it right um she asked me how do you cope with conflicts especially you going through a breakup would you change anything to bring her back or keep moving forward um so interesting enough today on instagram i posted a clip of me talking about my ex-girlfriend um just to quit it's it's nothing serious it's just like me being like i'm going through a breakup and um you know she was uh indian and german and a couple you know, just a quick joke about that nothing like about the nothing like serious but it was, i think it was like the first time it's the first time i posted on instagram which is where most of my uh fellow comedians and people from my personal life uh follow me on it's the first time i posted like a it was basically an announcement of my breakup, you know, even though I didn't go and flat out and be like, I'm, 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 bre- oh, we're, we're broken up, but like, um, yeah, I pretty much kept it really quiet, um, you know, and, uh, yeah, we broke up a while ago, but this is the first time I were really, like, I really just flat out was like, we're, we're going, I'm going through a breakup and, um, I haven't really checked, um, the comments or anything, um, but I checked my DMS today just to, cause, cause I wanted this cause cause I wanted to see people send questions for the podcast. And <laughs> I posted it and I had two, two, uh, um, people, I had more DM slides than I normally do. So, um, yes, someone someone messaged me out of the blue, just like, uh, t- talking about something, a comedy and like, Oh, I remember me from, it's just like, well, that's kind of nice. Hopefully, hopefully, um, we got more of these post-breakup DMs like, hey, her, her, what's going on? But you never know. Maybe, maybe they're just – maybe it's just coincidence. Anyway, so, yeah, she asked me, um, how do you cope with conflicts, especially going through a breakup? Would you change anything to bring her back? Keep moving forward. Um, so let's answer the first part of this question here, this very serious question. How do I cope with conflicts going through a breakup? I mean – I guess a conflict, like a breakup, is uh, essentially what it is. It's like a death, you know? It's kind of akin to, like, losing a loved one, uh, a pet, um, you know? Because, we you know, when you're dating someone, they're a huge, huge part of your everyday life. I mean, my girlfriend, my ex-girlfriend and I, we lived together, you know? And now uh, we did a lot. To, we spent a lot of time together. Um, probably too much time, now that I think about it. I wish there was a little bit more separation and a little bit more uh, enacting of um, absence makes the heart grow fonder. But, you know, I, I I was, you know, I was super into her. I loved her and I wanted to spend as much time with her as possible, which I don't know if that's a great way to go about a relationship, you know. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, how do we deal with a conflict like uh, breakup, death, loss, you know. It's it's tough, man. Um the way I'm dealing with it is like um I'm just totally feeling the pain, I guess, you know. Um, I'm not hiding from the pain, I'm not trying to numb it. I'm not going out drinking every night. I'm not going um I'm not whoring myself out, right? To like forget about, you know, to uh you know, numb the pain. I'm not doing drugs, I'm not um I don't know, I'm not buying shit that I don't need, right? I'm just kind of uh feeling the pain it hurts you know especially like you know the last couple I gotta be honest like I I thought I was doing way better and these last couple days I've uh it's kind of been brought back up you know I think even today posting that uh little stand-up clip about the breakup it's uh kind of an announcement kind of my first time really saying it out there and you know, just little things like this keep it just reminds you and, uh, you know, you start feeling the feelings of uh, depression and stuff. But, you know, my way to h- cope with it is um, you just got to let the pain come to you. You know, it's like when you um, get sick, uh, you know, you take your you could take your little bit of medicine. Right. And I guess that would be like for me, my little bit of medicines, like, you know, pouring myself into my craft, um, what I love to do. Right. I i uh, doing th- things like like uh that like leave for leisure like i like i love watching football so i just you know every sunday i watch football it's enjoyable um i got i got uh two cats who i love very much and like you know a lot of my time is spent uh taking care of them and then you know like the cats you know i I would you know they they i'm a part of their life too so it's like it feels good like when i come home uh Kaisa will come greet me at the door. Every morning I wake up. They both come to me. It's like an orgy on my chest. They sit there and they purr. And if that feels good. Um you know, I just I just uh what else do I like to do? I like to uh <laughs> oof, I don't have a lot of hobbies. But it's like, you know, I'm very into my work. I like doing that, so I just do that, you know, and then obviously like uh just keep trying to afford my career, more auditions. Um yeah, it's how I'm coping. It just 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 acknowledging it feeling the pain and uh doing as much as you can my medicine i guess because like i'm trying to compare it to like if you got like a cold or the sniffles you know you'll take maybe some tylenol my tylenol is like watching football playing with my cats um going out uh hanging out with friends you know and then uh you know pouring yourself into work those are ways that and then over time you know the sickness will you know your your antibodies will come they'll fight it off but uh yeah, that's how I cope, man. I don't I just I don't try to do anything crazy. Like, you know, I don't I don't I don't try to force anything. There's no quick way to get over uh tragedy. You just got to let time do its thing. Um yeah. So that's that's what kind of how I've been going about it. Just feeling the pain. Um you know, and uh you know, just just try to get through every day. Because every day you get closer to feeling better, you know. It's one of the rare instances where it's like you know you want time to go by faster. You know you really never want time to go fast in life because like obviously we get one life, we have a finite amount of time on here. But like when you're going through sh- shit like this, time heals all wounds. It's just like <laughs> it's a weird catch twenty two. It's like all right, I want you don't want you you want you have a you have so many days left in this world, but you want time to go by faster to get over something. It's weird, you know. Um, but I feel guilty, man because uh you know I've been spending a lot of time really just really having a hard time bummed out sad depressed isolating myself and um boy I hope time uh, does this goddamn thing cuz I really would like to have a better uh you know be better mentally and you know have some more uh happiness anyway so then she also asks would you change anything to bring her back keep moving or keep moving forward uh, I think that's what she wrote I, I fucking butchered it I had, a lot, I had a lot of this autocorrect changed up what I typed here but I believe she asked would you change anything to bring her back or keep moving forward um no i wouldn't I wouldn't change anything to bring her back um if i if I had an honest moment with myself uh, I did I did uh, I think I, I think I put a lot into the relationship and i did the i did you know with the knowledge i had at the time i did the best i could and i really i would say i put 110 120% effort into trying to make the relationship work i didn't quit um at all i gave him my all and uh i i don't know what else i could have done more there are things i would have done differently sure um but i i wouldn't change anything now you know to bring her back. You know, honestly, like the only part of me that wants her back is just just because, you know, it's fantasy, right? You want that fantasy of like when things were good, when you were happy, when things were new and exciting. But realistically, that's not that's that doesn't exist, you know? Cuz we already you know, we had our 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 trouble. We had our problems. And, uh, you know, we went down this path and, you know, it's hard to erase stuff like that. I mean, the only way you erase that kind of stuff in a relationship is is just through time and moving on and genuinely getting over the person and not giving a fuck. Like, I think about my ex-girlfriend before Shivani. Um, it, uh I don't give a like, like I, I feel like now I could like I could date her because I truly don't give a shit. Like she would she's basically she, at this point she would be a different person, you know, like. It wouldn't be the same person I, I was dating a while ago. Um, what was the question? Would I change anything? Oh, do I want her back? It's, no, I didn't. Yeah. No. No, I don't. And I don't want. I can't. I don't want to get too deep into it. But I. Um, no. Nothing to change. I wouldn't change anything to bring her back just because. Um, just because, you know, maybe it wasn't right, you know, and um, keep moving forward. That's what I'm doing. I'm I'm going to keep moving forward. Um, that's all I can do right now. It's only so much you can control in this in this world. And, you know, if I'm going to go through this mentality of like, oh, if I change this, I change that. Then I'm still living in a world where she's controlling what I'm doing, you know. And in um, and, and, and this weird hope that she would get back with me. And it's like you can't live your life like that because it's not it's. You know, you can't live your life based on uh, someone else. You know, all I could do is keep moving forward, keep getting better, let time do its goddamn thing, and just be the best version I can of myself. You know, and uh, whether she wants to get back or she doesn't want to get back, that can't really factor into my um, my life. So that's it. How do I cope? Just cope. Feel the feelings. Feel the sadness. Um, keep yourself. Uh, take your medicine, and by medicine, I don't mean drugs, alcohol, sex. You know, whatever the, the the fashion designer, clothing, or new cars, or whatever it is you're into. I mean, I mean, like do things that better yourself. That's what you should take as medicine. And uh, would I change anything? I wouldn't change. I wouldn't change a thing because, uh, you know, this all happened for a reason. And I'm, I'm pretty, uh, although I have, you know, there are, I, have my, I have disappointments and I have things. At the time, with the knowledge I had, I did the best I could. And that's the motto I live by in life. And if she's listening, she would know. Um, I always would always tell her, you got to do whatever you do in life. You got to do whatever helps you sleep at night, you know, so don't leave anything on the table. Don't have any um, regrets. Don't have any, you know, don't wonder what if you got to live your life. Just go for it and do all you can during the day. So at night, you can just you're tired because you kicked ass and you can just have a mental freedom to just because uh, you did all you could, and that you could sleep like a baby, you know. So yes, all right, guys. Three questions, but uh, longer than usual to answer them today. As you guys know, um, uh, tomorrow this is the last week of uh, Monday through Friday. Starting next week, we'll be kicking uh, a camacho. Will be once a week. Still figuring out the best dates to put it out, but. Um, Every week, this now, now with the, what, the weekly kicking it with Camacho, I'll be doing a QA section every single week. So, send in your questions to be answered in the next podcast. I appreciate um, Sergio, Laura, and Ichil, Ashley Bala. <laughs> Ichil, oh, God. I, I appreciate Ichil, Ashley Bala um, for sending your questions. And um, thank you for Bernie for being a new Patreon member. And uh, we'll we'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a great rest of your Tuesday.